In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Oslo. I'm here with Christopher Becker. Christopher, how are you, mate? I'm fine. I'm fine. How's you the UK? It's very nice, thanks, mate. And uh, mate, we're famous together. We're both on a TV show. Excellent. I actually went to holiday this summer in Split in Croatia, and I was recognised by all Americans. They're like, "Hey, you're the Cleveland Browns fan that looked like Sean Hayes." <laughs> you're joking me? No. Seriously. My yeah, no, he said, are you famous? I don't know. I, I haven't seen the show on the TV, so I don't know. But yeah, we're cool by a lot of people. It was fun. <laughs> Mate, I don't think I've been recognized once by it. And you've gone all the way uh, halfway across I, the world and you've been recognized. Wow. But I think it was more the Sean Hayes lookalike without oh, the beard, yeah. uh, Will and Grace. But you take whatever you get, you know. <laughs> Mate, what was your favorite saying? I've, I've used it a few times on the show. You can yeah, change your... Um, Wife, but you can't change your team. Yeah, and uh, sarcastically, I got divorced a couple of years back. <laughs> um, but uh, like I tried to explain to the Americans before, first of all, you can't move a team from one to another because somebody sold it in the franchise. And obviously, you don't change your team because just somebody sold it to someone. You stick with it. I mean, it's a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. And um, like you said so famously, uh, I, I like to support an underdog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Underdog, yeah? yeah. I love that too. I mean, like I said on the interview last time, I'm not sure if I would be more happy if the Browns won the Super Bowl. I <laughs> would be some, Christopher. We can't keep well, losing. No, no, but winning is good. And beating the Steelers and the Ravens and the Bengals, that's great. I mean, but still just playing and doing better. That's fun. And tell me, what's it like being a Browns fan in uh, Norway? Well, the last couple of years have been a lot better because, I mean, with the internet, all social media, NFL Game Pass, being better and better. I mean, there's games like any place uh, else in the world, but still I have to sit up at night sometimes at uh, 2 and 3. I say I'm going to see it in the morning, but I always stay up and watch it during the night. It's addictive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know? The game's on and you're awake. You put the TV on. It's quite simple. I don't, I don't think the uh, people in America understand that we watch the games at 2 o'clock in the morning and then we go work the next day. But the good thing is with my girlfriend is that she loves it because the season is only from September and with the Browns usually just to the mid-December compared to European football or soccer as they call it in the States which lasts for almost a year. So, I mean, it's a short period of time where I really occupy it with sports but then it's dead. Christopher, I've got to ask, how the hell are you in Norway and you're a Browns fan? Well, I, I guess like most other people, they have a, like, a little dream to go to America and experience something. And uh, when I was 24 years old, I took all my savings, went to the States, bought a car in San Francisco and drove through 39 states on my own. Met a lot of people. Planned only to stay in Cleveland for two days, but I stayed for two and a half weeks. So friendly people. 
Browns were doing well. Uh, nobody told me that it was going to be moved. I guess nobody knew at that time. And uh, when I came back home, the team had disappeared. But that's where I got my first cap, my first scarf, my first jersey. And like I said before, if you choose a team, you stay with it. You can't just, no, I, I, I picked the Pats instead because they're doing better. That's not happening. Yeah, good man. Well done, mate. And uh, how many um, Browns fans do you think there are in Norway? In Norway, I guess, in total, there may be, which I know of, who have contacted me through the Facebook, it's maybe 60 Norwegians, uh, but they're more grown-up guys, married with children, uh, tapping through the Game Pass, but not actually coming to the pub, having some wings and having a beer. Yeah, okay. Uh, we have a lot, a lot of expats from the States who just pop by when they're here for maybe three weeks or five weeks or six weeks for work. And they come for a couple of games and then they're gone again. Do you actually head up any of the backers or not? Excuse me? Do you head up the uh, backers at all or not? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we do some backer stuff here in Norway as well. We try are to do even... The, um, are you responsible for Scandinavia or not? Yeah, I'm responsible for Scandinavia. I started the backers in uh, yeah, a couple of years back. And actually, the only guys who sent me, sends me a Christmas card is uh, the owner of the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, yeah. and um, I was speaking to, obviously, Carl in Sweden. I said, next year, we're going to get together. How many people do you think we can get together in Scandinavia to have a Browns meetup? I think if you went to Gothenburg, who's actually, which is the most central place, because you have south of Copenhagen, north of Oslo, east you have Stockholm. And we have some fans as well in the Baltic states. Uh, and from there, it's just a boat ride and a short train ride. So I think we could get a, quite a good mass of people. I mean, because then we would make a hype out of it. Uh, I've been, I come through the event business, so we could probably hook us up with some cool stuff to do as well. Make an event, maybe bring uh, my Norwegian friend, the kicker, uh, Kicklicious, and do some crazy stuff as well. Okay, so I think cool. it could be great fun. Mate, I remember, I remember the name, uh, the Norwegian kicker. Tell me a little bit Hova. more about him, though. His name is Hova Ruglan. He actually uh, is just a guy who loves the sport. He has an enormous uh, right leg. He can kick the ball from six. He has actually done some 72 yards field goals. Uh, he's tried out for the Lions. I want him to go to the Browns. But since he has no college experience, no um, experience whatsoever with the sport, uh, they chose to go for another more experienced kicker with the Lions, which I can understand, but he still has enormous leg uh, and uh, he barely misses any shots from any distance, from any angle. And uh, he can kick the ball uh, up on the building, six floors up and hit you right in your arms. You don't have to be a good catcher. He will kick it to you. So he's an amazing guy. All right, mate. And you reckon you can get him to the meetup, yeah? Of course, he would be more than glad and bring in some of his uh, catching friends, uh, which he shoots all these videos with. So I think he still has a lot of videos on uh, YouTube, Kicklicious, uh, Hova Ruglan, Crazy Kicker and stuff like that. You'll find loads of videos with him. Mate, I love crazy people, so I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, cool. All right, cool. Well, that's my plan for next year because I'm going to get a uh, film crew, come over to Scandinavia, meet everyone get some more people or the fans on TV, let the whole world know where the Browns fans are and what we're up to. Cool, cool. Yeah, let's talk Browns for a second. Um, bit of news today, or yesterday. Yeah. Um, 
the tight end got promoted, um, Farrell Brown. Yeah. It's another tight end. That's four tight ends. Do you think, do you think a trade's coming up, maybe for Seth DeValve? Well, we have some issues with the wide receivers and, and injuries. And I mean, um, the, uh, I think it was against the Chargers. It was quite sad to see just name drops and Schobert drops as well in the defense. And, and I think actually as a European, I see a great potential for a team with the Browns with a, who have a Baker Mayfield as a short uh, quarterback. Yep. Titans are usually a bit taller, a bit more massive people. I think it's actually quite sexy for the game for us now to have some more tight ends. We can do the lineups with more tight ends than wide receivers. We have a uh, juicy laundry who can do a lot of stuff. So um, with tight ends like Nojuku now, he's been shining. He was like a slippery wet hand at the beginning of the season. He's starting to catch some balls. I think it's a good aura for the rest of the tight ends. So I think it's good to have another tight end. But I'm just thinking about this. Correct me if I'm wrong, and anyone who's listening, and maybe we've made a mistake, we've got Seth DeValve, uh, yeah. Duke. We've got, um, is it Orchards? Charles Orchards. We've got yeah, Fells. Yeah. And actually, I think this could be our fifth tight end. Yeah, he's our fifth tight end. Yeah, but uh, they, they may be also a bit afraid of, uh, they see what happened on the wide receivers. I mean, uh, one injury comes very quick. The second comes very inconvenient, and then you're, you're burned out. And uh, it's, it's a rough position. I mean, if you get a hard tackle, sometimes you need to get out to get, get your breath back and uh, not being fully situated. But, I mean, with the Browns, anything can happen, you know. It's like, I <laughs> hope to see some of the, the wide receivers coming back as well. But I think it's kind of a backup plan because the defense seems pretty tight. We have a lot of good young rookies. Everybody's performing well. And look at Ward way above well. I mean, they're exceeding all expectations. I think that's excellent. But, I mean, we have to cover all our bases. And we haven't done that the last couple of years. Because when some guys fail, there's been no replacement to do the job. Now it seems that we're being a bit one step ahead. We don't want to go through the season being too uh, 13 and 1. We want to be like at least 6, 7 wins to gain confidence with these players for next season. I still think we can do six, seven more wins. Nothing is impossible. I mean, we're, we're so many overtimes. If the all three wouldn't have gone the other way, I mean, look at us then. Yeah, how many wins do you think we'll get for the whole season? I think we still can easily do five more wins, at least. So you're thinking seven and one, yeah? Yeah, I mean, seven and one draw, that's good. And that's like uh, half the games not lost compared to <laughs> last year, everything. But we have and, got uh, some real tough games coming up. We've got the Steelers. We've got the, um, what are they called? Yeah, the also got the, we still got the Bengals who are doing well. But I think the Bengals have an issue with the Browns. And uh, I think we actually can beat them. It's, it's, it's uh, the differences. I mean, Green from Bengals has been quite good against us. But with different players, it's, it's going to be a different ball game. And, and the Browns, the confidence is growing. All these young people who actually, we are the youngest team in the NFL. So, I mean, with these people going, growing through the season, I think we can be actually quite great at the end of the season, giving everyone a, a hint, a peek of what's to expect for 2019. Because that's going to be a game changer for the Browns, I think. Super Bowl? 
Not Super Bowl, but uh, you shouldn't laugh if you can make it to the to the playoffs. And uh, after that, it's um, anything can happen, you know. Okay, great. And uh, while we're talking about the Super Bowl, a question I ask all my fans: Yeah, what body part are you willing to give up for the Browns to win that Super Bowl? Well, uh, I'm a grown up. I'm quite uh, intelligent. I like like to say so. I just um, would like to offer my left ear because that's kind of not working that well anymore anyway but um i think i could live on and uh i wouldn't lose any love for the browns but i mean i need my hands to clap and cheer and i need my feet to go to every game i need the other stuff to do other fun stuff <laughs> I need my think and my nose to smell and uh, my mouth to taste uh, any liquids i take so i mean the ear is a good part i think Okay, good man. Any plans to go back to Cleveland soon? Yeah, actually, I had an uh, offer to go there for actually for four weeks in the beginning of the season, but I'm a father of two children, and uh, it's hard to go for that long. Uh, it was in, uh, in regards to the HBO Hard Knocks to do some stuff there, but I said I can't go. It's like um, I have a job, a family, and to go four weeks straight, that's a long period. And what, would you, what would you have to do with Hard Knocks? No, there was just some small interview they wanted to do uh, in regards to fans. You know, they had some fan interviews, small thing, but they wanted to just invite me to, to, to stay and do stuff. Oh, I cool. don't know. But I said no. So, But I, I plan to usually take one trip a year. Uh, I've done it for the last few years. I mean, last year was easy with London game. Uh, but I don't know yet for the rest of the season. I haven't picked a game yet. And I mean, it's still easy to get tickets through through the tickets exchange. Yeah. Why not jump on a plane with me in a couple of weeks and we'll go out to the uh, Falcons game? Against the Falcons, yeah. Who knows? I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm a very uh, impulsive guy. Rock and roll. Let's go for it. Yeah. Me, you, <laughs> maybe a couple of others, fly into yeah. Toronto, drive down to the game, see Niagara Falls, game, beers, Saturday, Sunday, and then travel back Monday. I have a good friend in Toronto, or next to Toronto, Dan well, Aykroyd. Sounds like a, a trip made. I think there's an Irish guy who's keen. We've got a Norwegian yeah. who's keen. Another English guy, and we've got a full car. Look at that. Yeah, you know Dan Aykroyd, the actor? Yes. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. I well, import his spirit, Crystal Vodka. So he said his ranch in Toronto is open anytime. Mate, we've got somewhere to stay now. Perfect. Yeah. You're in the team, okay? <laughs> All right, excellent. And, um, yeah, I, I, I just want to say thank you very much for your time. Um, yeah. We obviously met in London uh, last year. And uh, if you ever come to London, please let us know. There's always a sofa here to stay. And, uh, yeah, London's expensive, so just let us know. We've got a huge uh, event on this um, Sunday. It's the annual um, Browns London game. It's our first anniversary. So I reckon yeah. we've got about... 50 to 100 Browns fans coming this uh, this Sunday. It's going to be big. That's cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. excellent. And uh, Christopher, where can we find your details? Well, I'm a Browns backers of Scandinavia, Facebook. There you have a lot of, all about us and uh, all my disappointing <laughs> comments on, on some previous games. Uh, some video clips and other stuff. And um, sometimes I even pay to promote some of the stuff we do on the page. Um, we have one fundraiser a year to get some money in for some Cleveland school or Cleveland kids. 
I mean, uh, Norway is quite a rich country, so it's easy to get people organized to give something back. This is cool. cool. Well, look, keep doing all your good work, mate. It's really good to hear what you're doing for the Browns. Yeah. In Little Norway, doing your bit, which is great. And uh, for having me. You've got you've got to come over to London for a game because the Hippodrome's awesome. And yeah, think sure. about coming over for the Falcons, okay? Yeah, I will. We'll discuss that on an email later. All right, mate. You're a good man. Thanks a lot for your time. And uh, see you t soon. Change is coming. Remember that. No. Go Browns. And remember, you can't change your team, but you can change your wife. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Anytime. All right, buddy. You take care. This change coming. This change coming.